favoritism does not take the weekends off. Thus, WTAQ presents The Schrader Show. Welcome back to the Schrader Show. I am your host, Steve Schrader. Now on the on the newsmaker line, we've got Lauren Bowman Biss on the line from the Public Interest Legal Foundation. Lauren, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Oh, no, no problems. We were we were gonna do this last week, but I, apparently you got caught in a snowstorm and got stranded at an airport or something with uh, all the all the beautiful weather we've had. Right. Um, so I'm glad I made it back, um, and I'm glad you were able to reschedule and have me on. No, I obviously appreciate it. Talk to us. Uh, talk to uh, to us about what what you're doing to try to uh, make sure that people have the option to choose who they want to vote for for president of the United States. Lauren, talk about what you guys are doing. Right. So I'm sure your listeners have heard all about um, efforts in Colorado and Maine and other states to have. President Trump removed from the ballot. So we at the Public Interest Legal Foundation have filed a brief before the United States Supreme Court arguing that it is unconstitutional for him to be removed from the ballot, and that the court has to act and protect the most basic American tradition of allowing the voters to decide who our elected leaders are, not courts or radical left bureaucrats. Now, with that brief that you filed, you filed that brief a few weeks ago. We've been, we've, you know, been going back. We've, we've, sorry, folks, we've been, Lauren and I have been playing a little voicemail tag back and forth. So we we would have had her on a couple of weeks ago. Um, So you guys were ahead of the ball on this. Do you think uh, that SCOTUS is going to hear some of this stuff is a direct result of some of the work that you're doing? I believe it is. Right. So originally, back at the beginning of the year, we just filed a brief before the court saying, please take this case. Here's why you need to. Here's why it's important. The court responded and said they're going to take the case. And now um, just this week, we filed another brief on the merits, which is more of the arguments that going into the 14th Amendment, why this doesn't apply to President Trump, including the fact that he was uh, acquitted of insurrection by the United States Senate and isn't even being charged with that anywhere in the country. Um, and we do believe that the court will decide in favor of President Trump. Like I said, this is the most basic American tradition. The court is going to act to protect that. Um, and they have oral arguments scheduled for February 8th. Yeah. Um, uh, fanta- fantastic. And, and you're absolutely right. The, the, the option to be able to vote fundamentally for the candidate of your choice, there's nothing more American than that. Um, so talk to us a little bit about, about, uh, some of the merits of, of the case. You talked about the 14th amendment, any other, and any other parts to that you would like to add? Yes. So the 14th amendment section three has a clause that says that anyone that committed insurrection against the United States isn't eligible for office. It was passed after the civil war. And it is actually fun fact, the only amendment that says Congress can repeal it. And guess what? They actually have repealed it um, during the Spanish-American War. Um, So we have that in there saying, hey, even if this isn't in the Constitution anymore, it was repealed. Wow. I didn't know that. I I like it when I learn a fun fact, Lauren. I didn't didn't know that. Say that one more time so the audience gets it as well, because I, I love it when I learn a new detail as well. 
Right. So basically what happened is during the Spanish-American War, um, the U.S. military needed some more experienced officers that had served in the Confederacy to be able to serve. And so Congress acted and they repealed this amendment so that those individuals could help us in that effort. Um, and, you know, it's something that a lot of people don't know just because, I mean, I probably up until this case, no one even read Section 3 of the 14th Amendment because it really hasn't applied to anything. Um, and this is kind of an unprecedented action that's been really destabilizing to the country to remove a candidate from office. It's something you'd expect to see in Russia or uh, Venezuela, where they remove opposition party candidates from the ballot, not here in America. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and you really have to ask yourself, on the left, what it, what is the goal? Is is it is? I mean, t- to me, it seems like they're they're hell bent on 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 causing another uh, another civil war. And it's it's like, folks, you have to allow people. You're you're so right on the issues. Donald Trump was never convicted of in, you know of insurrection. To keep him off the ballot is absolutely insane. I never thought. In my lifetime, we would be having this discussion. Right. I mean, and it has created a a reaction across the country where people start to feel the system's rigged. I can't even vote for who I want to vote for because they won't let me. We can't have that. We can't have these destabilizing actions happening. The American people don't want it either. Um, And the court, the Supreme Court of the United States recognizes this, and they're going to act and make sure President Trump is restored on the ballot. That's that's fantastic. So so the brief that you guys will be presenting on on is February 8th in front of the Supreme Court. Correct. Fantastic. Anything else you you would like you would like to add, Lauren, so that the so that the audience is is aware of it or anything that the audience can do to uh, help the Public Interest Legal Foundation and protect uh, our constitutional republic. Right. Um, I would love for you guys to go to our website. It's publicinterestlegal.org. Um, we don't just, we're not just doing this. We do election integrity 24-7, um, and you can learn about some other great work we're doing in Wisconsin and across the country. Uh, on election integrity, I'm going, to throw, I'm going to throw this one by you, Lauren, and, and again, you weren't prepared for this. So, folks, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm asking her a question out of the blue. We weren't going to talk about it. I, I've got a story in the, in the, in the stack here. Um, and I, I haven't, in all honesty, I haven't had a chance to read through the entire thing, but Illinois is the latest state that wants to go to all in, mail-in, uh, voting, obviously a bad idea. Nationwide oh, I, mail-in balloting. Sure. Yeah. Um, um I, I'm sure you guys are fighting that as well. Yes, I had actually just seen that. And, you know, um, one of the other states that have that is Nevada and California, and we've released reports showing millions of mail ballots, like in recycling bins, in the trash cans, while elections are taking place. It creates such a vulnerability in the election and just a distrust when people see, oh, ballots are lying on the side of the road like they were in Nevada in 2020. Um, And all mail-in voting is just not the way to run an election. It's the worst way to run an election. The best, most secure way to vote is to go in person and cast your ballot. Oh, absolutely. And I'm I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at an article out of just the news and and look at the states that have all mail in voting. It's 
California, Colorado, Hawaii, Nevada, Oregon, Utah, Vermont, and Washington. Uh, that's according to the National Conference on State Legislatures. Uh, look at look at the far left policies in all of those states. I don't think they're. I don't think they're. Well. Utah would be about the most conservative state on that list. All the rest of them are are far left governed states. Right. And what ends up happening when they mail these ballots out is that when your voter rolls are not 100 percent clean, which is an almost an impossible feat to do, what happens is these ballots end up in the hands of either people who don't live at that address. They send them out to deceased people, and they're get, getting out when they don't need to be. It's just the worst way to run an election. And, you know, we are constantly encouraging states to add safeguards to their election systems, and that includes not automatically mailing a ballot to every registered voter. Yeah, in fact, you guys were, you guys were, that's why I bring it up, because you guys were actually quoted in this article out of the, just the news. It's uh, Illinois <laughs> is the latest state considering all mail-in voting despite integrity problems nationwide. So that's why I brought it up. I didn't mean to throw a curveball your way, uh, uh, Lauren, but I, I did want to bring it up because I saw your, I saw uh, that uh, Public Interest Legal Foundation was was involved with it. So uh, certainly appreciate your time and all your efforts. Uh, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us and uh, look forward to having you on again. C- keep us posted. I'm sure we'll have you on, what, you know, after February 8th to celebrate hopefully a, a gr- good basic common sense decision out of the Supreme Court. Do you think they're going to go? Let me ask you this final question. Do you think I truly believe for the sake of the country, and and unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see it. I would love to see the Supreme Court come back 9-0 on this. I would love that, too. I mean, I do think it's a really cut and dry issue. Um, Like I said, it's the basic American tradition. The the amendment's been repealed. Let's move on. Let's have that unanimous decision. Um, But even if that doesn't happen, I am confident that it'll you know it's going to go trump's way there is just no way it doesn't well and and like you said many times uh, as we've talked there's just no legal basis for this whatsoever lauren as always appreciate your time and appreciate all the work that uh, you and uh, jay christian adams and everybody there are doing to uh, help preserve this republic certainly appreciate it lauren thanks for having me on you're welcome All right, when we get back, we'll get into more Nikki Haley. And, well, I've got some other topics I want to get into as well, including, well, now Ted Lieu wants us all to live with, you guessed it, rats. And then, of course, we've got the cross-dressing CEO of United Airlines. No shortage of topics, folks. You're listening to The Schrader Show, 920-406-1360, 888-455-1360. Back in a minute. 